Do you like fantasy sports? If you're listening to this, we're sure you do. Are you ready for a new challenge this year? Dynasty Owner is the new way to play fantasy football with real NFL salaries, adding the strategy of running an actual franchise. Dynasty Owner provides a unique and challenging experience that will test your skills as an owner and general manager. You will have complete control over your team's future. You can build through the draft, make trades, sign free agents, and manage your team's salary cap. Can you create a dynasty of champions? Sign up now at DynastyOwner.com and get started on building your dynasty. Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. I am here, your host, Russ Fisher, here with just John Bosch today. Not that it's just John Bosch, but Kane isn't here, so it is just John and me. Yes, that is proper English. Score. Okay, we are here, since it's just the two of us, and we are going to do two players each, much like we did last time. Where we, since there's only two of us, we wanted to do more players because why just make things short and easy when you can make it longer and complicated? That's that's just how we roll. And along the theme of doing things the same we did them last time, I'm doing the same quarterback we did. Coincidentally, I did not do this on purpose, but I looked to see when the last time we talked about him was, and it happened to be the last show where we talked about four people, which means it was the last show where it was just you and I, me. Yes. Okay, we are talking about Justin Fields because I need to put my bias in check, I think. I, I, I need to understand how someone else is feeling. And while I disagree with like 99% of the stuff that comes out of your mouth, John, I at least respect your opinion when it comes to value. <laughs> so <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> while... Okay, so we're going to talk about Justin Fields, and I, I did this in two ways when it comes to the picks. I did it in the 22 picks and in 23 picks just to get more ideas of actual value pickup because Justin Fields is worth the 101 and 103 in 22 picks. So it's the 101 in a little bit. And in 23 picks, he is pretty much he's worth a little bit more than a 23 first, second, and third. What was the – you said 101 and 103? 101 and 301. Okay. So it's just a little bit more than the 101. Um, I would give either of those options for Justin Fields. Okay, so you feel confident giving a random, we're just saying random 23 first, second, and third for Justin Fields? Yeah, I, I don't care about the third at all. Well, uh, yeah, the, I know. The second but I, wanted, I care some about. In my um, head, I needed the numbers to get close, even though I know sure. the third would not come into measure not at all in this trade. Uh and yeah, I would certainly give a 23 first for a starting, a young starting quarterback. Uh, when we look at the quarterback landscape, there's, there's just, there's the elite group at the top. And then there's this cluster of seemingly everybody else that we're going to talk about. I assume when we uh, rank yep. with the group of five or less quarterbacks, um, nope. you know, <laughs> so, uh, like, I, if I'm going to be in that cluster somewhere, I want the younger guy. <laughs> I also like Justin Fields, so that doesn't hurt. I wish he wasn't 
a Chicago Bear, but hey, maybe this is going to be the year that the Bears turn things around. They they have produced some fantasy relevance in the past. It, it could happen again. I'm not, you know, like I, I don't treat the Bears like I use or like I have treated the Jets. Uh, and, you know, teams that I just completely say I don't want anything to do with. Yeah. The Bears don't scare me completely away. So, yeah, I would give a 23 first. The second, that that's kind of important. Um, I think a lot of people will start trying to acquire the 23 seconds yes. as fast as they can. And I, I like doing that uh, because they become then valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, because once the firsts all get traded around and people can't really get any more firsts, then they go looking for the seconds and that, those seconds then have value. So it's, it's kind of a nice thing to do. So uh, that's actually harder for me to give up. I would give up the 101 and 301 easily. <laughs> like that wouldn't even be, that's easy. I, if I could give up the 101 and 301 for a 23 first and second, I would do that. Um, so the ratings of these things will go fields, the 23 package, and then the 2022 picks. Yeah. I'm pretty much exactly with you on Pretty much everything you said. I wish they brought in another wide receiver. Like Velas Jones Jr., I think, ain't it? I I, I just, I I wish it was someone. I wish they did something because I don't feel super confident in what they have so far. I love Darnell Mooney. I really like Cole Komet. They don't have like a prototypical receiving back while Montgomery is good enough at catching the ball and I mean, I think Khalil Herbert was okay. I, I didn't really pay super much attention, but I just, I wish there was something else. I wish they brought in, even if it was like, clearly Jarvis Landry has been signed, but if like, even if it was someone like him, like give me Julio, give me Julio and I'll be happy. It'll, I'll feel better for like the 12 ish games where Julio is on the field that it, it's a little better of a situation. And I really, like you said, I really like Justin Fields. I've oh, he, he was my QB two behind Lawrence during the draft, and I've been a, always had many, many, many shares of him. And I just I want to make sure that I'm still being a little unbiased when I try and think about where he is. And I was very curious to hear your take on twenty three first because like it's getting out of control at this mm-hmm. point like what these 23 firsts are going to be. And I get it. They really are some very, very, very good players. And I also agree with what you said about the 23 seconds, especially because there's talk of like four or five quarterbacks being taken in the first round of the NFL draft, which means we get quarterbacks and running backs again next year, folks. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Which means there's going to be very good players pushed into the beginning of the second. Yep. Which is great. Plenty of receivers probably, you know, like that's where they'll all fall because everybody – because nobody's going for quarterbacks and running backs this year. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's we're very all limited supply. Next so year. yeah. So next year, the first round of your rookie drafts is going to be all quarterbacks and running backs. Yeah. So to recap, I complete. I agree with your order. Fields, twenty threes, twenty twos. I would easily ship away Brees Hall plus a little bit to go get me Fields, yeah. and I'm glad you agreed with me. Now there are six quarterbacks. I tried to make it five, but I couldn't figure out who to take off the list. Taking Fields off the list. How dare you! So my list is Derek Carr, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, Matthew Stafford, Tua. Hmm. My question is, real quick, do you have Derek Carr last? Yeah, so I think we can just take him off. Take him off because he's like, last for me. Also. Yeah, he's he doesn't he doesn't fit this group, and honestly, I don't think Stafford fits this group either, except for the fact that like all of a sudden he's. Uh, 
Um, like he is older, but he's not like old, old. But otherwise, he doesn't fit this group either. But he is but better than <laughs> like you have I would him up top, right? Yeah, I have him up top. So, so do I. But the reason I left him in on DTC, he's below Fields. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of understand that because of the age discrimination we all discrimination put into, <laughs> that yeah. we all put in the dynasty. Uh, sorry, I just watched the Office episode where they where they talk about ageism and stuff. So. Very shocking you've watched The Office. Yes, I know. Big shock. Um, so honestly, I, I think I, I I mean, I would probably trade away Stafford for some of these younger quarterbacks in the right situation. But if I'm not gonna go situation dependent, I'm gonna put Stafford at the top yep. because he's he gives me the most options. Like if I'm competing, I want him. If I'm not competing, I think he's an easy piece to trade to get one of these younger quarterbacks. Like so he gives me a lot of flexibility. He gives me a lot of points, gives me more years. I mean, he, he's not done. He's no. probably got, you know, four or five, six, like plenty of time. More not, years than we think about our dynasty teams in terms of. For sure. For sure. I mean, like if he's the quarterback for the next three years of a team for me, I'm pretty True. happy with that. Yeah. So he's number one. Carr is off the list. Number six. Yeah, we took him out. Okay. Um, so this is the group that we have ranked. I swear to God, we have ranked this. We did them last week like or last show. I'm gonna be honest, times. but I I needed to put because Fields wasn't in that list, so I needed Fields in there. I have no idea how I want to rank them anymore. It was rough. I'm not gonna lie. It was I feel very... like I've ranked them so many times. I just don't know. By the <sighs> way, Justin Fields worth twenty nine point eight, and Stafford twenty eight point one. So there's not much a difference between them, but. Uh, Fields 13, Stafford 15. Like, Aaron I'm not, Rogers, I'm not trying any of these for one for one. Like, if you offer, <laughs> I would never make a trade of like two of her hurts, one for one, or something like that. Uh, or two of her fields, one for one, or Lance for T Law, one for one. Like, if I have one of them, I'm not, I'm not trading for any of these other ones. So, we found a solid tier of four that I'm asking yeah. you to rank. I mean, is they are all equal to me because they're all pretty much the same. They, they offer me the same future upside. Assuming Trey Lance is going to be the starter in San Francisco. It's got to be the way they go. Uh, They all offer me the same immediate impact as well, which is, I hope it's like QB one product, you know, probably like the back end of QB one production, but I'm hoping for that from them. Yep. I don't know that I'm gonna get that from any of them. So uh, give, give they, me give me some stuff. Give me uh, some opinions based off field because that's all we could do right now. Because we even either haven't seen these players play enough, or they're in completely different situations, or right. we both just love Tua. I'll give you an order. Uh, I'm gonna go Lance Fields, Tua, Trevor Lawrence. That uh, that that'll be my order. Did I say I said Lance Fields? Tua, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence gets the bottom of the group just because of the team situation. And the, I mean, the Jags are just always a disaster. So we want to blame a lot of it on the coach, but there's an organization behind that coach that's not always been uh, extremely great. So yeah, he's going to be at the bottom of the list. Lance could just be 
spectacular. He's probably got the widest range of outcomes on this list. Like he's got the highest upside. There's a chance he could be a total flop. (laughs) Like we could, we could see him on the field. He could be terrible. They could, maybe they haven't traded Jimmy Garoppolo and they decide to go back to it. Like there's a wide range of Trey Lance, but I think he's still the top just because that upside is just enormous of what we could see from him in the 49ers offense. Fields over Tua, I, I don't know. <laughs> you could go the other way. It's fine. I, Russ pressed I me to make a list, so I did. <laughs> it okay, really so is a tier of four that I just, I don't see a lot of separation. It was very difficult for me to do this as well, except for putting Stafford on top, because again, I only put him in there because I thought it was interesting to have Stafford below Fields. And I get age but not this much like three years from now fields could be out of the nfl like there's nothing guaranteeing fields is your quarterback in 2025 like there's nothing guaranteeing stanford is your quarterback in 2025 i would say the chances of justin fields flaming out in the next two or three years are higher than the chances of stanford flaming out in the next two to three years like we've seen consistency from Stafford. So you've got to factor that in. Yes, 10 years from now, Stafford's probably not playing and maybe Justin Fields is. But I I, I no longer think 10 years from now. Let's just, yeah, you, you yeah. can't say, well, it'll be my quarterback for 10 years. That's just, I, it's not, that's, it's not a good strategy to play dynasty. There's no basis behind those words anymore. It's just something you say to say it. People just uh, love my 10 year quarterback. <laughs> so I have two a second because. We've seen him be a solid, you. yeah. We've seen him be a solid QB two in a uh, offense. We have better players in a what should be a better run offense now. So, so why not think his production should go up also? And also, again, he's one of the few players we've seen of well of these guys that we we've seen. We've seen him do well. We've seen him help create other good fantasy assets. I have Lance next, just because, like you said. That upside is higher than the other two, even though I do like the other two better as NFL quarterbacks. But we're not talking NFL. I have Fields next, Lawrence last. And I, I'm just, it's hard for me to not just be like, oh, no, Fields is out of that bad situation. He's going to be great now. But I don't know. I, I, I know nothing about their coach. I know nothing about their offense. I know nothing about what they're going to do outside of one receiver, one okay tight end and a good running back. He lost an Allen Robinson. So, I mean, like that's just a, you know, that's always hard. When you lose a mega stud like that, you're just in so much trouble. Exactly. All right. Kane, how about you? Oh, you agree with us perfectly. All right. Awesome. (laughs) Kane said two was the best. I think that's what he said. And Trevor is terrible. All right. Go. I think it is time. Like we've been saying it all off season. It is time to like keep offering trades for Trevor Lawrence. Like we've just the fact that his value seems to have dropped some. It just baffles me. He was in a terrible situation. It should be better. Um, it can't get worse. It can't get worse. I mean, they brought in Christian Kirk, like high paid one. Yeah. Uh, so the only he, better thing they could have done was bring in Allen Robinson. It's true. You knew that was that have been fun to bring him back. All right, let's move to running back. <laughs> Miles Sanders. Okay, here that's that's a name we haven't heard in a little bit. Uh, 
because uh, honestly, I, I think he's like forgotten. <laughs> um, every we just you know we were finishing up a bunch of eliminator drafts. I, I've done the eliminator drafts and auctions, all that stuff. I seem to have drafted Miles Sanders a lot, and it's because he, I would see his name staring me in the face when I'm looking at the options, and I'm like, yeah, he's still like the lead running back there, right? Yeah, no, it's not, I mean it's like. It's not Boston Scott. It's, it's not Kenneth Gainwell. Like, I'm not really afraid of those guys taken away from Miles Sanders. They're not taking away. They just don't they seem don't, to want to give Miles everything. Which is fine. I mean, they, but like, I think he's going to get enough. I, I believe that offense is pretty stacked at this point. Yeah. I mean, they've got great receivers. Yep. Jalen Hurts is not a bad quarterback despite what some people might think. Granted, he does run, which probably takes away from Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. Helps but I'm, yeah, I'm of the belief that, hey, the, and a better offense leads to better offensive production for all the offensive pieces. So Miles Sanders comes in on the calculator at 10.3. This is shocking to me. You can get him for, according to the calculator, a 2023 second and third. That's not surprising to me. I, I I mean it's it was surprising to me that he's is kind of that cheap, but I'm all I would also be surprised if I could go and just get him for a 2023 second. Like right now, I honestly I think you could. I I think I'm gonna. I I think he's the kind of player that I want to add to a roster where I feel like I'm competing. That yeah. per if I can find the right scenario where somebody is not competing not and they competing. have Miles Sanders sitting on their roster, they're probably looking at him like eh, he's only worth this for one more year and then he's nothing. And like, these are the types of running backs. I love to add, <laughs> Yeah, put them on my roster. If I play them great. If I never have to play him because I never have to touch, get into that depth. Well, I burned a second round pick that kind of sucks, but then it's worth it for a reason. Mm-hmm. So what do you think Russ miles Sanders or 2023 second and third. Again, the third just doesn't matter. At this point, I needed to make up like two points. Exactly. I get it. I, you need it to match. I it was get like it. 20% of the value. So I really, like it was, <laughs> oh, you really needed it. it was a big yeah. difference. Yeah. It's something I think I would do. I think Miles Sanders at the worst, assuming health, because we're, yeah. we can't predict injury. He's a running at, back. At the worst, he will be a solid running back too. And like you said before, Okay, no, let me backtrack a second. Towards the end of the year last year, they became an insanely run-first team. I feel like that's not going to be the case again after going and spending to get A.J. Brown. But like you said before, better offense leads to better offense. I'm paraphrasing. but No, I like that better offense leads to better offense. <laughs> so I think if the pass game does start to go better, it will be easier for them to run the ball. So... I'm still sticking with Miles Sanders has the floor of a very safe running back too. And to spend a second for someone you will feel okay starting every single week. Yeah. If he's healthy, he's going to my starting lineup. That's a given. And especially if you're in a league where you have to start multiple running backs, I would probably easily send a second to go get Miles Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm there. And so my worst, I mean, obviously the worst outcome is he's injured and then you can't do anything with him. But I mean, that's anybody. But you can't, you can't, I don't play expecting that. So my actual worst expected outcome is my team falls out of contention. 
I look for anybody that's in contention and I say, hey, I have a healthy running back for you seven or eight weeks into the season. And Can I get a 2023 20, second from you? Yep. Like, even if I have to pay up and add in like a fourth or whatever, or a third, I don't even care. Cause like, yeah. well, Sanders okay, I tried, I took a shot, it failed, but I got a set, I got my second back. Like, yeah. I, I feel like it's a pretty safe investment that I'm not going to lose out on. The Cause only, I think I'll be able to get that second back. The only worry I think you have in that plan, there are so many people just soiled yeah. on his name. Yep. But so as long as you're in a league where they actually pay attention to points <laughs> yeah. and not name on jerseys, I think that's a great play. Yeah. Come come the middle of the season when people are realizing who's a playoff team, who's not, yeah. and injuries to running backs are piling up and those playoff teams are like, well, my my second's gonna be late anyways. They'll give it they'll give that up for to get that production. Because they have to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you play in the right leagues, they have to because they'll have to keep pressure up on other teams in order to outdo them. Play your teams against each other, people. Make sure everybody's aware that if you don't give me this trade, I'm giving this player to somebody else. Yep. All right. The list, four names, Miles Sanders, James Conner, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Kareem Hunt. I've got mine if you want me to give mine since uh, I came in prepared. So Ooh, mine is you, you fancy. Okay, no, I, I think I can do this. Okay. James Connor, Miles Sanders, CEH, Kareem Hunt. Flip flop CEH and Miles Sanders for me, and and we are in lockstep. So I, I have James Connor first as well. I uh, which it kind of shocked me when I started looking at the names, and I was like, oh man, Matt and I traded a second for him in a different league last year, right at the end. Uh, and now I feel like really great that we did that. We gave up a 2022 second and we got the end of the year, James Conner production. Plus now we're yeah. going to get like 2023 production out of him. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> like that, that feels like a steal. It does. Uh, and, and he was basically being cast off, which was, uh, unfortunate. I'm glad I like, I'm glad for him too, that he bounced back. Like it's Always. a, it's a really yes. cool story. So, uh, why do you? What do you have? Um, like, do you have a big gap difference between Miles Sanders and Ceh? Or no, value wise, they're pretty close. I may have just soiled on Ceh. I, I don't think that team knows what to do with him, or I don't know if he fits what that team likes to do. But it just, I will be probably pretty quick to believe that Ceh is a good asset if he does well coming out in this season. Because their offense is going to be a little like your offense can't be the same after losing Tyreek Hill. It just it can't. It's not like you replace that. You have to change something. So maybe they do change in a way that will benefit Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Again, I, I I will root for every single player to succeed. So I hope that happens. Yeah, I will absolutely pay Watson, a wait and see tax be because I know enough people won't buy in that I will still be able to send a second to get CEH if he does well the first, like, two, three games. That's probably true. Uh, people are let down by him. But <laughs> the thing is, like, if, if he wasn't – if he didn't raise to that 101 and oh, rookie yes, draft, he's absolutely or if he wasn't drafted above Jonathan Taylor, that was uh, so wrong. If, if that didn't happen and he was – let's say he was drafted at the 104 in, in rookie drafts, people would be like, okay, I got a pretty solid running back for, you know, a while. Like – He's been, uh, maybe not, he's been okay. Like he wouldn't be a bust if his expectations weren't as high as they, as they raised to. 
I think it's another Sony Michelle situation where it's just like, why passing oh, game? Better, why not? He's been better than Sony Michelle, right? Well, no, no, not surely points per game. Like he's been better than Sony. I just mean like they're not using him the way we expected, and I think that go also goes against how we feel him as a as a fantasy asset. But again, if it does, if it starts to work, then it doesn't matter. But we saw when, like with Josh Jacobs, they didn't pass to him, and that kind of sucks. And we're still. We're expecting that passing game. Okay, the passing game's not coming, but he's still a bottom end RB one. So Josh Jacobs wasn't far from this list of players. I know. <laughs> like, and, well, he's in a lot are of running back, situations these, now. These so. are the running backs I want to go and add on all of yeah. teams. Like Josh but again, Jacobs, like, I would Sanders, absolutely be fine CH, pushing him um, up to Josh Jacobs level if he starts to show it. I will have very little problem just accepting it and moving on with it. Yeah, and I think I think it is something that if you like you suggested, if you act very quickly, if it's week one or two and he he flashes, there will be somebody who'd be like, "Oh, this is my chance to get rid of him. Yes. I can get the best. I'm going to get my best option for him. I'm going to get rid of him." Yep. that's not always a great move with running backs. Um, we've seen plenty of running backs like flash for a week or two and then have a few more weeks of productivity after. And actually, be good. Yeah. Yeah, like you know. Might not be the perfect example, but Rashad Penny came on and everybody's like, oh, take whatever you can get for him. But then like a week later, you could have gotten more. Uh, So maybe don't always be super emphatic that now is your only chance to get rid of a guy. Yes. Um, But of course, if you can take advantage of that and you add a running back. Again, most of that advice is just for running backs because (laughs) (laughs) when I treat running backs like they are they are temporary to us. Very, 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 very temporary. Um, we are willing to burn any number of seconds on them. Yes. We do All not right. like running backs in the first unless they're rookies. All right. Wide receiver. Who was the best fantasy wide receiver ever last year? Cooper Cup? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a trick question. No. Easy question. What do you think he is uh, – what do you think pick-wise would be his – for 2023s, what would you think in the calculator? I'll look it up. Hopefully you haven't in the last few days. What would you think his picks would be equal to? Probably just one first. One first and one second. Good. Yeah. I, I, he, that seems extremely affordable. I I have a secret. I have a secret for you. I have a secret for you. Did you look it up? He's old and white. I, I don't care about that. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. But like, seriously, like, okay, the, the the white part was a little bit of a joke. But like, it's the same reason like Jarvis Landry never got his way up there, even though he was a top ten scorer for like his entire freaking career before leaving Miami. But he's not the X. He's not. He doesn't do it in the way we want to see someone score top ten. So we never believe it's going to be repeatable. But he keep he's he's doing it. Yes, he was. He hasn't done it for a couple of years. He didn't do it for a couple of years in a row, but he's done it multiple times. And to me, that's enough, especially with a team that does keep getting better. You know, especially when a team goes from Goff to Stafford, I'm willing to believe the, the increase in production is real. Maybe not break fantasy football real, but very real in general. So would you give a first and second 2023 for him? Yeah, pretty easily. So... <laughs> I would actually, I mean, I would give that for Cooper Cup, but my problem is I'm trying to trade him away right now, and I want more. Dang it. Uh, like, I'm, I'm in a couple of rookie auctions, 
and I'm watching these prices. These are bankroll leagues, and I'm watching these prices rise on the wide receivers from 2022. And then, of course, I'm trying to trade Cooper Cup at the same time, and I'm like yeah. basing the amount on those prices. And like, I can't get it. <laughs> like, I can't get somebody to give me that equivalent value because they'd rather just spend the money on the rookies, which I get, but it's like, so I'm not sure really what Cooper Cup's market is. He's, and this is probably how I feel about every wide receiver. This is how I feel about Hopkins. This is how I feel about Keenan Allen. This is how I feel about every wide receiver as they're aging. I'm just like, yeah. with a 28 year old right, wide receiver, just, you cut out a lot. Yeah, your you're just going to retire on my roster. That's fine. All right. I tried. I tried to get rid of him. I couldn't really get much of it. I couldn't get I couldn't get the market. So I hold on. I'm going to blow your mind right here. Our old wide receivers running backs. Our old wide receivers running backs. Well, no, because I honestly <laughs> running backs, I think year to year. I mean, Cooper Cup, I expect to be able to start him for at least two more years. Yeah, yes, that is fair. not the same as a, a young. Okay, so it's a little better. They're, they're a little better than running backs still. I mean, come on. Do you really think I'm only starting Cooper Cup for the next two years? People have been saying that, like Keenan Allen literally was at his like lowest cost ever for the last two years. And I've just yeah, been adding him everywhere. Gerald for about for the last 15 years yeah. of his career. I mean, guys like that, once they get low in value okay like, that's Gerald's a, that's done. Michael Floyd's gonna take his spot so I have a hard time believing that I'm not getting multi, plenty of years left out of Cooper Cup of course I do want to get out of him um yes. because I I feel like his value should be nearly at an all-time high after the year that he had because his value never really did he's never been in the discussion of the wide receiver one in dynasty like he's never season, he, well first of all it's not fair when he has to compete with chase and jefferson who scored the points and are 16 yeah. years old but <laughs> yeah. he he will be once we start scoring points i think my real joke of old wide receivers are running backs is that it's going to be easier to trade them in season once points are on the board and people will start paying more once those points matter so, yeah, it's going to be hard to trade a 28-year-old wide receiver, regardless of their past production, when everyone just has shiny new toy wide receiver in their eyes. Yeah, I think I need to go out and actually just go ahead and look through my teams and find out where I can just add him. Uh, worth a shot, right? Add and him to my teams and just say, all right, I'm riding him out. <laughs> you know, I might it might, it might be in my 2023 first. Let's hope that ends up being a late round 2023 first. And then I have Cooper Cup for this, you know, this year plus next year and the year after. And that feels like a pretty good, solid investment of that 2023 first, even if it is a 2023, oh, 2023. All right. The yeah. list. Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs, Jalen Waddle, Debo, and T. Higgins. So Cup, I had to, I had Diggs, to put Waddle, Debo. T. Yep. I had to put had to put Higgins on the list for you. So I am going to say without feeling okay. This one was I, I don't have my order yet because I even when I've looked at this, I, I there are so many different ways I feel like I could go with this order. Uh, yes, this is a very frustrating list. I'm not gonna yes. lie. <laughs> yeah. 
every every one of these guys has like a really high upside and then they all have like a oh well maybe like there's there's a little bit of a thing that's a negative about they're not jamar chase they're not justin jefferson and i'm like, glad you didn't put cb lamb in here either uh he was above the list i know he would be but i would i would take lamb over any of them i don't easily. think i would i would okay let me play okay yeah i think i'm good all right let's hear it I'm putting Waddle first because if anything, his value is higher. I don't think he's going to score the amount of points that Cup will. But I think, again, that offense is going to be very good. I don't think Waddle is hurt by Hill being there. But he could be. Like, okay. I'm just saying that's the negative to it. And Allen Robinson can just smoke Cooper Cup out of the lineup. No. All right. Go on. Okay, I too far. I went too far. Okay, yes, I went too, went too far. <laughs> we were talking about reasonable possibilities. Okay, so I went Waddle first, if anything, just because the value's there. Then I went Cup second because the value should be there and the production will be there. I, I think his value is going to drop hard. That's the problem because I don't think his production's going to line up with the production of last year. Oh no, it's no, going to be good, it, but there's no way for him to do what he did last if year. You are thinking he's going to do that again. You're wrong. I'm sorry. Like, I can't say you're wrong. I can't see the future. I, You are most likely very wrong. That's he, why I want out of him, because I think his value a year from now is going to be much lower than it is now. Yeah, I'm thinking closer term than that. Like, I, if I can't get the value I want now, I'm fine keeping him on my team, which means I value him more. Mm-hmm. So I'm good with putting Cup second, and I'm at the exact same place with Diggs which is why I have him next. And he's going to do very well. He he is cup from last year to this year, but Diggs did it two years ago and last year. Diggs did really, really, really well his first year in Buffalo, but he just did really well last year. And he's, I think, the same age. Close to it. Yeah, and they're right around the same age. So yeah, Diggs' value has dropped a little bit, but he's still really, really, really good. They didn't do much to take anything away from Diggs in that offense. James Cook, if you are that kind of person, won't affect Diggs' receptions. And I'm sorry, Gabe Davis isn't better than Diggs. It's not going to affect him. And then I put T. Higgins next because he's just freaking awesome. And then I put Debo last because I am just concerned. How dare you? Debo last. Good Lord. Debo. Damn. Uh, I have the exact same list except for I have T. Higgins and Debo flip-flopped. <laughs> okay, so, so you were though, wrong. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, mostly for the same reasons that you said, too. Waddle has, on this list, I think Waddle's the only one with a chance for a value rise. Yes. Like, Cup, he is definitely not going up from here. He had a monster, literally record-breaking season. Yes. And his value is probably less now than it was a year ago. Diggs had a fantastic season two years ago. It was still good last year. His value is on the decline and it's never going back up. Debo just spiked so high in value that I think he basically can like, he has to, he has to maintain to maintain. He has to continue to produce just to be a plateau. Otherwise he's going to drop because people will be like, well, they're not doing, they're not using him the same way. So we can't put him in our fantasy lineups the same way either. So I mean, he's the risk. He's still good. He was he's still, still good. Yes, well, yes, yes. Yes. but 
his crazy spike came because of being used in the backfield. Yeah. And if he, if what we're hearing is real and he doesn't want to do that, nor should it he may <laughs> affect his production, be affect his relationship with the team. Neither of those yeah, are good you, things. If you want to use me that way, pay me that way. Like I love his argument. Okay. You know, so I'm fully supportive. My, I, I think he's making the right move. Um, and Higgins just, he, he will never be the number one on this team. So his value will never. There's a cap be, for it, regardless be, of how yeah, he does. No matter what, he can be awesome. He can literally be a wide receiver one. He's not going to be the wide receiver one on his own team. And so I can will one never up your statement. T Higgins could finish as the wide receiver yeah. one. Jamar Chase can finish as the wide receiver three or four. And Chase, Chase will still, still be, be more valuable. Worth. Yeah. Chase would be worth like three Higgins still. It's <laughs> like, unfortunate truth. It's that's going, that's the way it's going to be. Higgins. That's not a shot at Higgins. We both love, love him. It's just Chase is that freaking good. Yes. Like, and it will be, oh, that was just a one year thing. You know, Chase had the sun in his eyes for a couple of games. <laughs> like you, you will find all the excuses. And honestly, I will probably do that too. If No, that's a lie. Why if I? that happens, T Higgins 101, and I will do it in a draft just to <laughs> put my flag there. But it's, it's not just me. I can't just go based off my value because other teams aren't going to accept trades based on my values. So, yeah, that's the unfortunate truth that T. Higgins absolutely has a cap on his value because Jamar Chase is there. What's really interesting is I actually do think Waddle, why we both ranked him the highest because he has the chance to rise. I think he also has the chance to like plummet. I don't I think, think I don't think cup I don't think clump cup value falls out, you know, completely floors out. I don't think Diggs completely floors out. Debo will continue to have value. Higgins, his game is just too consistent to even be at risk of that. But like if if for some reason Waddle follows up his previous year with a year that's very different and it's because Hill is there, like people are going to run scared from Jalen Waddle. If Jalen Waddle finishes wide receiver 15, I think he falls like three or four spots at most. Wow. He shouldn't. Like – so people, if, if he does come out and have a bad few weeks, <laughs> capitalize right now. If that offense is not firing on all cylinders and Waddle's not getting, you know, a ton of targets, that meant he got a lot of targets. <laughs> like uh, if he's not getting that early, try to capitalize on it. Go get him. He's still going to be very, very good. Agreed. All right. Tight end. This is going to be very quick. Let's do it. Kyle Pitts. Yep. All right. Check. Yes. We're talking about Kyle Pitts. Are we really? We are. Not nice. I I almost messaged you after I said I do water, uh, running back and wide receiver. I almost messaged and said, actually, I think I want to do a tight end because it was going to be Kyle Pitts. We're talking about Kyle Pitts, and clearly we're not oh. putting him against other tight ends. There's literally zero point. How many Kelsey's before you get to? This is exactly how I was going to approach it because I was going to ask you how high up in a startup you would take him. <laughs> So let's just get this out of the way. Kyle Pitts right. is worth two twenty-three firsts and two twenty-three thirds. That's would you not give up? Enough. <laughs> How, I, I know. So I was going to say, let's just round it up to three. Okay. Would I give I, up three firsts for Kyle Pitts? And I have seen. <sighs> okay, so this is, I would give up three twenty twenty-twos um, in a heartbeat. Oh, I give up like four. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Especially because I would know where they're at. So if we don't know where they're at, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna put one in the first triad, 
uh, trimester, not, no. not quadrant, because quadrant would mean four. The first group of four, one in the middle group of four, and Earth? one in the third group of four. <laughs> so you know, like I'm getting like the one, like giving up the one hundred two, the one hundred seven, and the one eleven. That is a lot. Like that's a lot. So it would come down to what does the rest of my team have? Like, is Kyle Pitts, and unfortunately I probably have a roster where Kyle Pitts is the it. <laughs> like, he is my roster, uh, and all that value is banked on one player. Would I give up Kyle Pitts then to get three shots uh, at starters? I would. I would take three firsts if I really felt good that I was going to get an early, a mid, and then hopefully another mid. Like that would really make me feel good about it. Um, and that would only do that if I felt I needed it. Like if I'm not competing now and my team isn't already ready and I am building for like 24 or something like that. Yeah. Look, Pitts is a corner, the cornerstone piece for me. <laughs> like, there is no way around it. He is my top player. Um, but he can't win me a week all by himself. So unless I have a bunch of picks where I'm going to be able to add to him or I already have the right assets and players to be able to compete now, like if I don't have another way to add more stuff to my team, then you kind of have to do it. That would suck. <laughs> but you're not, if you can't, you're not just going to acquire more picks out of nowhere without giving something up. So unless you have other ways to get those picks on from the rest of your roster, I would probably do it. If I can get them from, I will literally give every other player before I give him <laughs> like that is a last resort. But if I'm in that situation, I would give up pits every other situation. I want pits. Yeah. Um, it did go uh, two months ago. Kyle Pitts got traded for three 23 firsts. And none of them seem like they're going to be super early. Two of the two of the teams were playoff teams. One of them was borderline. So we're probably talking two mids and a late for Kyle Pitts. That like that's a smash for me to give that up for Pitts. Even as much as we expect the draft class to be really stacked next year, look, things will happen. Somebody will get hurt. Somebody will go back to school unexpectedly. Like things will happen. Yeah. I don't know if I have what it takes on the inside to press the send button for three firsts for pits. I don't think I have a league yet where I have three 2023 thirds. <laughs> like I do. <laughs> I don't think I've, I don't think I have any leagues where I've been able to acquire that many firsts yet. <laughs> At least not that I don't already have pits in. <laughs> if I throw that caveat in, it, it limits my leagues by quite a bit. So. Kyle Pitts in the Dynasty Trade Calculator, 12-team PPR Superflex. I'm using tight end premium. Of course. Kyle Pitts is the 10th ranked asset. So I'm going to ask you, not okay. startup. We're not talking about drafting. Would Which I trade of these one players for one? would you trade one for one? And I want to go down a little bit. Would you trade Kyle Pitts, and I'm just going to give you three names here, for CMC, Najee Harris, or DeAndre Swift? I would take Kyle Pitts over all of them. 
they were running backs. I clumped them together. They were this not, they're not the RB one. That's why I just might as well just go to the top. The questions, Mahomes and Josh Allen. No. Okay. (laughs) Jamar chase or Justin Jefferson, who are the two right above him. So it is very close for me for Pitts and chase. It was close for me last year. I love Jamar chase. There are a lot more wide receivers than there are tight ends. If I play in a league where I have to play a tight end, which you should always have to play one, I mean, or 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 not be required to have any, like any position, have a complete full flex. You know what I'm saying? A zero. Yeah. Um, like, I will, I, I would take pits in all situations. Chase is very close. Chase is very, very close. But because of the positional requirement, like, it is harder to find a tight end. Uh, I know I put out that tweet thread a while back where I went through like the last, I don't know, five draft classes. And like we've gotten Mark Andrews and Kyle Pitts. Uh, we've gotten TJ Hawkinson. Like <laughs> we don't get. We have to go back to like 17, I think was Kittle. And he was drafted in like the third or fourth in rookie drafts. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's had some good years. Yeah. But, and Waller is a story all on his own. Correct. Okay, and then but, I mean, even going forward, like there's like two. There's Michael yeah. Mayer, and then there was that's the uh, only name. The name's escaping me. For, but like, there's not even the expectation over the next two or three years that there's some other stud tight end coming in. So like, there's always more wide receivers coming in. And, and that's the real point between them two. Will Chase and Jefferson outscore Pitts? Most likely, yes. Even with the premium. But the thing is. The space between that those space wide receivers between. and the rest of them, and Pitts, and the rest of his position. If you want to talk production or you want to talk value wise, I think the gap is bigger on the Pitts side. I mean, production wise, you can match it with tight ends with Andrews and Kelsey. That's about it. But like Kelsey's way older, and Andrews, I think it's like four or five years older. Like it's yeah, still been it's for a little bit, but I, and I mean, significant. I, yeah. But value wise, it's not even close. No, um, we're at quarterbacks, except yeah. for okay. No, we're just going to jump the quarterbacks for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, yeah, I'd still take bits. I rejected this trade, by the way. Oh, did Kane offer it one? Kane for one? sent me Jonathan Taylor for Kyle Pitts. I rejected it. I mean, it's a good offer. Like, I, I get it. It's, it absolutely is. It is and the yes, best in every back sense asset, of the word, Jonathan Taylor asset. is worth more. Think about like, would you trade Todd Gurley in his prime? for Travis Kelsey uh, as he's entering his prime. Sure. Who's, like everybody would have wanted Todd Gurley, right? Who's, <laughs> boys, who's still like, playing two or, two or three years after that. Ooh, like <laughs> that would be unpleasant. That's why yeah. I'm not giving up pits for anything. I mean, I have feelings about Jonathan Taylor and RB one and everything that I probably have said on this podcast, if not on several other, he's great. But, Easily the RB one, but yeah, he's but, the number one of RB. And his level of RB1 is not the same of RB1 of the past few years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me the CMCs, the Kamaras, and all of that. Well, back then, well over Jonathan Taylor now. So let's go to the quarterbacks, and let's do this a little quick. Kyle Pitts or Joe Burrow? It's Pitts. I do like Burrow I love Joe Burrow. I love the team he's on. I don't know if he's a difference-making fantasy quarterback. I think he's a very solid quarterback one. He's a quarterback that I will, if I have him on my roster, I'm very, very happy to have him on my roster. And I'm starting him as my quarterback one 
he's very easily in this tier of quarterbacks, and I get that. I think he's behind Herbert for him. He's behind Herbert in uh, Mahomes and Josh Allen for me. He's yes. probably slightly behind Dak, but I think he's pretty even, pretty close to even with Dak. He's even with Lamar. Like he's up there. Uh, Dak he's is actually up. one and a half points below Kyle Pitts. Oh wow! On DTC, uh, Kyler Murray. Oh, I'm taking Pitts. That I Kyler Murray is the name I forgot. They're talking about Burrow. I'm still thinking Pitts. I would stare at that for a very long time, and I think I might just side with Kyler at that point, but mm. I don't know. I, I'm I, I'm very comfortable with how I play quarterbacks that are yeah uh, less appealing. See, here's my problem. If I have Pitts on my team, I will be happy to have Pitts on my team. If I have Kyler on my team, sooner or later, I will try to downgrade. So maybe I should just take Pitts. Yeah. Okay, Lamar. <laughs> it's still Pitts. <laughs> I, I told you just Pitts jump to the right. top. <laughs> and now we're at the big three. Herbert, Mahomes, and Allen. Yeah, I'm taking Pitts over Herbert. Uh, the Mahomes and Allen, that's... That's a challenge. I, um, okay, I can like, easily say these three quarterbacks I would take over. <laughs> I It's not as easy for me. I am probably not taking – one, I'm never doing a draft startup again. Um, but I would not I'm take – I'm glad I could completely ruin it for you. <laughs> I would not take Pitts at the 101 in a draft startup. I would also not take Mahomes or Allen <laughs> or, or Jamar Chase. I would not take the 101 – if I'm in a draft-based startup, I would use every second of that clock offering every trade. I don't care if I get a second-round future, a, a three-year future rookie second-round pick to go from the 101 to the 102. Um, and then I'd probably be really nervous, like, please don't take pits, please don't take pits, please don't take pits, please don't take pits. And I'd probably chicken out before trying to move back to the 103. I, I might tempt fate. Probably not. Uh, I might tempt fate and see if somebody wanted to come up for the 102 that one that i would charge a little bit more like and i'm only going to the 103 and that's, that's it then i'm not risk tempt- of then someone I'm- taking pits 101 if i'm at the 103 that's pits smash right there <laughs> like thank god somebody else took Mahomes and allen at 101 and 102 i'm taking pits and i'm very very happy <laughs> So. See, that's that's the weird thing. I, I think I would draft most of these quarterbacks over Pitts, but I value Pitts and trades over some of these quarterbacks. Yeah, and see, when I do a draft-based startup, um, I, I draft the, the way that I value players. I don't really care about – at that point, I don't really care about what their value is to everybody else unless I'm actively trading with people right then while I'm on the clock, in which case then I do care about it. But it's not the value of the player at that point. It's the value of the pick at that point. Once I'm once I'm deciding to make a pick, then I'm just going with whatever player I value the most. All right. So it was very silly of me to believe that we could have a quick discussion about yeah, Kyle Pitts, and I course. apologize for that, everyone. That's okay. It happens. But this is the end of it. This is the end of the show. Uh, Russ Fisher, Dynasty Outhouse, John Bosch at John Bosch FF, Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane. We miss you. Hopefully, see you next time. And ring the bell. We are out of here. We do this again.